Good morning. This year, there are only three public school divisions in Virginia that do not offer a full day of kindergarten to every family. With the Loudoun School Board's vote last night, next year, there will be only two. For Wednesday, April 25th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. With the unanimous vote last night, the Loudoun County School Board no longer leads one of only three school divisions in the state that do not offer universal full-day kindergarten. The school board had been trying to find ways to trim their proposed budget for next year by nearly $15 million and had talked about rolling back plans to expand full-day kindergarten to every family or rolling back plans for employee raises. But at the suggestion of school board member Eric Hornberger, the school system has found the more than $2 million it needed to keep those plans intact, in large part by using leftover funds from the current fiscal year to pay for $1.6 million in technology upgrades. Another half million came from a calculation error in the school's budget. This budget means every teacher will get some kind of pay raise, ranging from 3.9% on the lower end of the pay scale to about 1% at the top. That would be on top of the annual salary increase, which averages 2.2%. As for employees who are not teachers, they get an across-the-board raise of 1.3%. The school system will also be able to go ahead with a new high school special education dean, higher stipends for leading co-curricular activities, a slight increase in hours for teacher assistance, and a program called Measures of Academic Progress that tracks growth in reading, language, and math at elementary schools. The school board had proposed a few other things that they have cut, including 10 new elementary school teachers, 5 of the 22 new proposed teaching positions at the Academies of Loudoun, a $2 increase in the per-pupil allotment for instructional materials, and 6 new custodians. However, according to Superintendent Eric Williams and some school board members, there is a possibility that the school system will have to roll back full-day kindergarten again next year, putting some families back on a half day of kindergarten. Depending on enrollment growth, especially in the Dulles area, Williams said the schools may have significant challenges in maintaining full-day kindergarten. And at least one school board member, Jill Turgeon, remains concerned that the school system will have to bus some students away from their own schools to make room for full-day K. It is also still possible that the schools could get more funding from the state than expected since the General Assembly is still working on passing a budget. If the state legislature expands Medicaid in Virginia, schools can expect to see some more funding. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, county supervisors are pushing to put together a database of every cemetery in the county. 
The initiative was launched by County Chairwoman Phyllis Randall and Supervisors Kristen Umstadt and Gary Higgins. The plan is that the Office of Mapping and Geographic Information and the Department of Planning and Zoning will create a database of active and inactive cemeteries around the county. Higgins said the database would let the county be proactive rather than reactive when cemeteries are threatened by development. The county has recently had several controversies as development and the deceased have clashed, including lately the Belmont Slave Cemetery, which was threatened by construction at the intersection of Route 7 and Belmont Ridge Road, Sickland Community Cemetery on property acquired by the town of Leesburg to realign Sickland Road, a cemetery at the planned Compass Creek development in Leesburg, and the Tippett's Hill Cemetery, where a developer is working around the burial grounds to build data centers. County staffers will consult with the Loudoun Historic Cemetery Committee of the Thomas Balch Library as they put together this database. That committee has been researching where those cemeteries are located and includes representatives from groups including the Loudoun Freedom Center, the Black History Committee, the Loudoun Preservation and Conservation Coalition, and the County's Heritage Commission, and is chaired by Jennifer Worcester Moore, Executive Director of the Mosby Heritage Area. A second wrongful termination lawsuit against Sheriff Michael Chapman by a former employee has been dismissed in federal court. Former Loudoun Deputy John Wayne Gregory sued Chapman, the county government, and the Board of Supervisors collectively for $7.2 million. His lawsuit followed one by former Detective Mark McCaffrey, whose $6.3 million lawsuit was dismissed in October of last year and then immediately appealed. Gregory made headlines back in 2015 when he was charged with assault on a man he had arrested on suspicion of being drunk in public. He removed the handcuffed man from the back of his cruiser at the Loudoun County Adult Detention Center and slammed the man to the ground. Virginia State Police filed a misdemeanor assault charge against him for which he was convicted. He then appealed the decision and it was overturned. But between the initial conviction and the time it was overturned, while it was on appeal, Chapman fired Gregory. A grievance panel reviewed that action and recommended Gregory be reinstated, but Chapman stuck by his decision. He had publicly called the incident very disturbing, and the lawsuit argued Chapman had made those statements to curry favor with the public at Gregory's expense. Earlier this month, however, Judge Liam O'Grady agreed with motions to dismiss the case, finding that Chapman's statements in the press did not meet the legal standard of defamation. O'Grady also agreed with the defendants that Gregory's case did not establish a breach of contract, and Chapman was within his rights to fire Gregory since deputies are at-will employees whose contract ends with each election for sheriff. On top of that, Gregory's contract, the court found, was with the previous sheriff, Stephen O. Simpson. And the court found Chapman is protected by the doctrine of qualified immunity, which has come up in these cases before. Qualified immunity allows constitutional officers to fire employees in policymaking positions for political reasons. Previous court rulings have found that deputies are, in effect, in policymaking positions. And speaking of court, after five days of testimony by more than 20 witnesses, the case of a 30-year-old murder is in the jury's hands. Attorneys delivered closing arguments yesterday morning in the murder of Ricky Ryan, a West Virginia man who was killed at 29 years old in 1988. Ryan was last seen alive during a night of partying near the Shenandoah River in West Virginia. Ten years later, his body was found in a shallow grave in Loudoun, near the West Virginia border. Last year, Sheriff's Office detectives working the case charged a man who was with Ryan that night, Timothy Warnick, with first-degree murder and robbery. 
Earlier that day, Warnick had been released from jail and hitchhiked to the property. Witnesses told the jury that Ryan was out for a night of drinking and smoking marijuana laced with PCP that he'd picked up earlier in D.C. to sell at the party. Later, Ryan, Warnick, and a third unknown man headed to the store to get more beer, which was the last time Ryan was seen alive. One witness for the prosecution said Warnick came back to the party covered in dirt. Prosecutors focused on what they argue were confessions Warnick made to his son and ex-girlfriend over the past three decades. The defense, however, argued that Warnick and Ryan parted ways before Ryan died. Warnick's son, Michael Long, testified that his father had gotten drunk and tearfully confessed he killed Ryan. The defense suggested he was only now offering that information in exchange for a lighter sentence in his own recent conviction for attempted murder. The two sides also debated a pill bottle with Warnick's name on it that was in Ryan's hand when he was found. If convicted, Warnick faces a sentence of 20 years to life. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, O'Fallon's Irish Pub in Sterling is hosting pub quiz trivia tonight from 8 to 10 p.m. Swing by and compete for cash prizes. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, grab a friend's phone and subscribe to the Morning Minute for them and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be waiting for both of you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.